This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. In good times and not so good times, it's important to think about what keeps us well. It's about noticing the beauty around us, finding strength and support we've all given and received, and sharing our experiences through conversation. We all have mental health. Let's improve it together. Welcome to Living Well. Take time to kōrero. In this podcast series, people share their ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. Kia ora, Ian Chapman here from Otago Access Radio's Sparkly Show. Some of you might know me by a, di- by a different name that I sometimes go by, and it's Dr. Glam. I'm delighted to have been asked to contribute my thoughts to this short series of podcasts. What a great idea for a series. In addition to doing The Sparkly Show, I'm an author, a musician, and a senior lecturer in the School of Performing Arts at the University of Otago. I'm sometimes invited to speak at conferences and public events on the subjects of music, motivation, bullying and self-esteem and self-empowerment, something that I very much enjoy doing. For just another bit of brief background, I have three children. I'm an older dad, you might say, with a son still at primary school, a daughter at high school, and an adult son who's long since flown the coop and owns a restaurant in Sydney. Unfortunately, he's been doing it pretty tough in recent times, thanks to COVID, but I think he's coming out of it. So I'm now in my early 60s. I have had, and I continue to have, a great life for which I'm very, very grateful. I've got three things to share today that make my life better, and the first one is music. Quite simply, I cannot imagine my life without music at its heart. Music was absolutely my saviour during some very troubled teenage years during the 1970s, when a succession of traumatic events that went on for some years, especially bullying, knocked me for six, as they say. And I guess my complete immersion in music as an escape or as a coping mechanism unknowingly set me on a career path that has always, even with its many twists and turns, had music and the wider arts at its core. Music is empowering and music is healing. It's important to recognise, I think, that everybody has issues in their life. Nobody, absolutely nobody, gets a free ride. I think sometimes, most particularly when we are going through a hard time ourselves, we possibly fail to recognise that fact and we think that life is being cruel or unfair just to us. But actually, everyone goes through stuff at times. And we all find different ways to cope with it. Some are good and life-affirming, others can be bad and destructive. There are numerous potential ways to help overcome the bad times, but it's always been music for me either listening to it or performing it. Music is wonderfully effective as a universal language. Whether it's a classical symphony or a punk rock song, the emotions that great music can conjure up inside us link us closely to innumerable other people who can empathise with what we are going through. In songwriting, we call this quality universality. When other people who have musical skills as composers, songwriters or performers channel their experiences and wisdom through their music, they create a piece of art that becomes ours as much as it is theirs. It's a gift. All we need do is accept it. 
and the healing that they experience through the art of creation can help us heal as well. Magic, really. I personally owe a debt to many, many musicians. Perhaps the most influential upon me throughout my lifetime has been David Bowie, but there are numerous others as well. With regard to David Bowie, though, I loved his message of self-improvement and self-empowerment, the notion that you didn't have to stay fixed in one thing or one attitude or one situation your whole life. You could experiment and change all you liked to find what worked for you and what didn't. You could be proactive and not just accept what life handed you. Bowie's blueprint kind of gifted us fans with a license to play, and I believe as adults we often lose sight of the value of play far too often. Music and the wider world of performing arts, and the visual arts too, allows us to hold up a mirror to society, to the world. Art helps us to understand and interpret what's going on, and helps us to express our feelings about what we find and what we feel in a way that is healthy and not destructive. I often think that if the world's leaders would follow suit and look to solve their problems with a guitar or a paintbrush in hand instead of a gun, then we'd be in a much better place. But with that said, and despite all of the ugliness that one sees and hears about in the news, I firmly believe the world is a beautiful place, and the vast, vast majority of people, no matter where they come from, what language they speak, or what they believe in, are above all good. We are surrounded by good people, and nowhere more so than here in beautiful Otipoti in beautiful Aotearoa. So in these uncertain days of COVID-19, my biggest ally, outside my family and friends, has been, and continues to be, music. Lockdown unexpectedly provided me with a wonderful gift, the time and space to revisit so much of the music that had empowered and sustained me through previous tough times. I found that what worked then still works now. Whatever that universal language communicates doesn't get lost through the passage of time. I've also found that if you consciously make an effort to revisit your favourite music from what you would consider to be the best times of your life, then that re-immersion in those same sounds and words, even decades later, carries with it a magic that will automatically put you back in a good space. It's like plugging yourself in again after your batteries have run down. And you mustn't care about what other people think. The value judgments of others have no place in this at all. If it was the Bay City Rollers that provided the soundtrack to some of your best days ever, then go for it and shangalang your way to happiness, I say. Here's another Mindful Minute. Avoid comparing yourself to others. Whenever we compare ourselves to others, we begin to entertain feelings of inadequacy, disappointment, dissatisfaction and sadness about our lives. Many people end up taking on extra debt just to fit in, or they try to live other people's lives. Once we realise who we are and what we are designed to do, we focus on becoming the best us we can be and avoid comparing ourselves to others. The second thing I thought I'd share with you today is the idea of clearing out the trash. Not your physical trash, but the mental trash that builds up in your brain until it blocks the doorway and you can't get out. The stuff that accumulates and accumulates until it becomes a very big deal and it affects the quality of your everyday life in some way. One of the dangers that a lockdown can bring is more time to think and to maybe stew about things. When we're busy, our brains are distracted, but when we're forced to slow down, the potential for brooding is greater. 
So you need to clear out some of that trash in your mind, the stuff that's worrying you more than it deserves to. Possibly you need to speak up about something and stop suffering in silence. Suffering in silence never made anything go away. I heard a saying a while back that I firmly believe in, and it goes like this. The thing that you least want to talk about is the thing that you most need to talk about. I'll say it again. The thing that you least want to talk about is the thing that you most need to talk about. And I've I've found this to be so true. Very few of us enjoy confrontation. I I know I don't. But I've learned that you absolutely must speak up and address things that are of concern to you or you start to diminish yourself. And before you know it, the desires, needs and wants of other people have pushed you to one side as if your feelings and concerns don't matter. And that truly sucks. The biggest single factor that stops people achieving their full potential is a lack of self-belief. Note that self-belief is called self-belief because only you can provide it. Others cannot do that for you. There have been many, many occasions in my earlier life when I avoided instigating the hard conversation and it cost me dearly. But these days I firmly believe in that saying, Here it is one more time. The thing that you least want to talk about is the thing that you most need to talk about. And the weird thing is, very often once you've plucked up the courage and begun that conversation, you find yourself thinking on the other side of it, well, that was nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be. Why did I wait so long? How did I let a molehill turn into a mountain? You'll feel great to be free of that burden. And best of all, also really proud of yourself for having faced it. I'd like to share another aspect of this that I've only come to realise in later life. Sometimes when I have felt shut down and maybe steamrolled by other people, and as a result thought very negatively of them and diminished by them, it never occurred to me that my contribution to that situation was every bit as big as theirs was. I was just as guilty of diminishing myself. How could they possibly have considered my wants and desires, feelings and concerns, when I never actually articulated them in the first place? Whatever it was that held me back from speaking up, the result was that I never even gave them the chance to consider my view. So yeah, the thing that you least want to talk about is the thing that you most need to talk about. You don't have to jump in boots and all. You can start by talking to someone else, a friend or family member perhaps, but get it out of your head. Your self-esteem deserves it. And then if you find yourself in lockdown again, maybe, you can sit back and enjoy the time and the peace and the space that you've been given instead of having it all cluttered up and ruined by unhelpful, self-doubting trash in your brain. Here's another mindful minute. Be in the present. If we take time to be aware of ourselves and be in the present moment, noticing our own thoughts and feelings and the world around us, we can gain a better perspective. Sometimes this is known as being more mindful. The third and last thing I thought I'd share today is rather simple. And it takes us back to the wonderful world of music. How about making a commitment to learn to play an instrument? I used to teach drums and guitar, both privately and in schools, a while back, although I don't do it these days. But I can tell you that my favourite kind of student back then was the adult learner. Sometimes this would be people of 60 plus who had always wanted to learn to play an instrument, but life had continually gotten in the way with career, family, financial responsibilities, etc. And they'd never managed it. But now, having reached the magical third age, that time is there for them for the first time. Adult learners are great because they are doing it for all the right reasons. While I loved teaching, 
One thing I didn't like about teaching guitar and drums to kids was that sometimes they were learning only because their parents wanted them to and parents were making them do it week after week. The kids themselves had no real drive or interest in it. They'd arrive at their lesson not having practiced at all and it was like Groundhog Day for them and for me. But adult learners have the motivation They're paying for their own lessons for a start, but above all, they really want to learn, and for a teacher, that's brilliant. Lockdown time can provide a great practice time, so whatever age you are, don't feel embarrassed or hesitant about taking that first step. If it's something you've always had at the back of your mind to do, then bring it to the front and go for it. Okay, that's it from me for this podcast. My name's Ian Chapman, a.k.a. Dr. Glam, and it's been a real pleasure and privilege to have the opportunity to share some of my thoughts with you. If you've got trash in your mind that needs taking out, try talking about that thing that you least want to. Give it a wee go. And hey, maybe it'll make room for something really cool, like music. It truly is transformative. Okay, goodbye for now. Kakitiano. You've been listening to Living Well. Take time to court it all. If you'd like to hear more ideas about practical, everyday things you can do to support your well-being and build connections with others, check out more podcasts in this series from oar.org.nz. Thanks to the Otago Mental Health Support Trust, Weave Together, ORFM Dunedin and the Lion Foundation for making this podcast possible. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.